guys, how's it going? We are back, season three of the Jake and Joe Show. I'm Joe. I'm Jake. And we have missed you guys. It has been two months since episode 40. And as you were saying, it's been three months since just a typical episode with no guests. Yeah, because last, the last four episodes of season two were all guest episodes. So it's just back. It's you and me. We made it, baby. This is season three. Season three. I don't know about season four, though. <laughs> yeah, you know, we'll cross that bridge when we we'll get there. Yeah, you know, yeah. you got great trilogies. You don't really get great um, quad Quadrilogies? Quad <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, okay. ultimately, I'm looking good. We'll be optimistic. We'll be good. <laughs> I mean, we're doing good. This season, I'm going to be really interested to see how I balance things out. It's going to be a big challenge. With um, my school starts in th- three weeks from today, um, so that I'm gonna have a lot more of a workload than usual. Well, from zero to something, uh, and I'm gonna have to balance that out. And I don't know. I mean, we already talked about that, and you seem to think it's not gonna be quite as bad as I'm thinking. No, I don't. So. I don't think it will be. I right, think you're. Good. I think you're underestimating yourself and okay. your ability. Well, thank you. <laughs> Because, I mean, I don't ever want to stop this, but obviously priority would be school. school. Right, of <laughs> so. course. Yeah, and I wouldn't hold it against you right. at all. Like, how dare you want to end serious? the Jake and Joe show for your schooling? I mean, this that is career is unacceptable. <laughs> yeah. So, it's the 1st of January. It's 2018 now. 2018. We started this in 2016. 2016, The very end yeah. of 2016. Yep. Yeah. First episode came out January 3? January... Third, I think. No, no, because that's that's when this one will be coming out. It's the third. It so is. So it would have yeah, been the yeah. second that I th- I think it would have come out. Oh, I don't know. This is the first first Wednesday last of last year. Fourth. Yeah. It came out the fourth. Yeah. First three episodes came out the fourth. Right. So, yeah, uh, you have a good off season. You do anything fun? I did. Well, I just wanted to fill you guys in real quick because uh, those who don't know me and are listening. Uh, I left you guys off with the fact that I was getting a oh, that's right. radioactive iodine treatment. <laughs> we just kind of left. Right. Like, Jake we, had this cancer. He's got this cancer out. He's going to go have radioactive iodine. See you next season. See ya. <laughs> well, you're hearing my voice, and, you know, I'm not, like, down and out. So I'm actually well. recording this with a uh, – it's Jake's severed head a in, inside Jake. a uh, glass sphere. Yeah, like, full of like Yes. Yeah. Yeah, your encapsulated head. Jake Lashon. He didn't make it. Uh, from the Jake and Joe show. <laughs> seasons one and two. Seasons one and two. Yeah. Uh, and then you just have a collection of co-hosts that mysteriously die after a couple seasons. Right, right. Weird. Looking for the perfect co-host. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, that went fine. I mean, there's not really too much to say, although the experience was a lot different than I thought. When you uh, see shows like Breaking Bad and like, you're going in for a full body scan, because that is something I did have to do at the end of it. Um everything's so dark and scary and cold but it was the exact opposite experience when i went in there um my doctor i think you i think they're considered yeah um you know had me sit down and he just made sure i was extremely comfortable he played classic rock the whole time and oh, i was nice. like listening to queen and it was great you know it was a cool experience um and that yeah that was about it for that so i'm alive i'm ready uh Cancer free for now. Yeah, cancer free for now. <laughs> we'll see. You know what? That's it, that might seem seem negative, but that's true. You know, like I can't help but to feel like I'm gonna get another one. 
<laughs> I'm only 27, you know? Like, uh, I feel like I'm going to get another one. No, man. <laughs> I'm scared. You're cancer-free, man. You're cancer-free. I hope so. I hope so. But, yeah. So here we are. Uh, what about for you? Did you do anything? Well, I didn't have cancer. Okay. So All right. <laughs> nothing like that. Yeah. Um, nothing crazy, man. Nothing crazy. Just uh, working, enjoying the holidays, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Nothing big happened. Yeah. So if you had to choose, it was a nice break. I'll I'll oh admit word. that, dude. It, it's it's so nice. I mean, towards the end of season one and towards the end of season two, as much as we love it, it almost gets to that point where it's uh almost a chore. Like I never right. fully felt that way. Yeah. But you know, twenty weeks in a row can be. Yeah. A lot. So yeah. it's a kind of like, especially when we're not doing this as a job. Right. I mean, if we were doing this as a job and we were making enough money where this is all we had to do for work oh every word. week, like yes. this would not be a chore because we could spend the other six days of the week prepping for an episode. Yeah. But we, I mean, so we both work, we have lives. You're going to be going to school, yeah. all of that. So, you know, always making the time to get together every week. It can be, it can be difficult sometimes, be but I mean, we make it work because we enjoy it. So having that break is, is nice. Yeah. And coming back to it always feels nice. I yeah. Oh, definitely. Season two first day was, was great. It's, it's feeling, I'm feeling really great right now. Coming back on the first day of season three, I still feel like we kept our experience. Like I don't feel like we're rusty right now. No, I feel like we're doing this pretty good. Yeah. Know? I don't feel rusty. Nice. nice. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I, we shouldn't draw this out too much, but I do kind of. I mean, we we passed Christmas, um, so that's true. Our Christmas special Christmas came special. out that on Christmas. Cool. Yeah, we've had a, a little bit of good feedback. We should act like that. that episode's not canon. Yeah. That's not part of the Jake so, like, and Joe show canon. That's a legend. Like right. whether so, or not the Christmas special actually happened. If no someone really brought knows. it up to us, like what we didn't, what we Christmas, didn't do a special? Christmas special? Huh? I don't have any idea what, what you're talking about. No, but uh, as you heard from the intro, a um, couple things we're switching up. Uh, first off, we're clipping the intro down to uh, like 15 seconds before we start talking. Oh, yeah. We have a completely to... new intro. Did yeah. we even mention that yet? No, we haven't yet. So, yeah, we're ditching seasons two intro. I kind of feel like what's going to happen. Well, they is just that... heard it. So they know. Right. But well, yeah, <laughs> I kind of feel like we're going to end up having a different intro every season because well, you I and I are never going to be right. I mean, I don't think it's a bad it's thing, fresh. but I don't think you and I are ever going to be 100 percent happy with the intro that we're using. Although I will say the style of like that kind of like hip hop chill is way more. It's better for the type of conversation that we have. You you mentioned uh, before we started recording why you like the style intro that we've chosen for this season so much. Do you want to? Explain you, you. You go ahead, Joe, because <laughs> I can't remember. You were talking about how it uh, <laughs> invites the listener to listen to our podcast casually. Yeah, it gives them permission to do that. Yeah, I remember that now. <laughs> glad I'm glad you remember that yes. now. <laughs> yeah, um, I and then I had a similar thought. I was I was uh, thinking about how for our Christmas special, uh, whether or not that actually happened. Right. Um, I li listening back to that episode. I don't know. It's been hasn't been that long a week or so since that came out listening back to it i feel like that was the first time we didn't sound like complete noobs like i feel like the previous 40 episodes we've clearly gained experience and we're getting better at doing this and just listening to that episode after being off for two months 
coming back together to do an episode. It just felt so natural. It felt very conversational the entire time. And if you go back to episode one and listen to the first six minutes where we talk about our goals for the show, (laughs) the goals for the show were to have it be like a conversational style podcast. And I feel like we're finally getting to the point where it's so casual that it's like, hey, you know, Mm -hmm. chillax, relax. And and I think, you know, our experience with this is only one part of the equation. Uh, I mean, uh, the intro, the fact that we had that cool beat playing and you faded it out and it kept playing below our voices. Yep. That added so much to it. Right. It just, it felt so nice. I immediately, that's what I was talking about when I was saying it kind of gives the listeners permission to let it be a casual experience. Uh, That's how I felt immediately as soon as I started listening to it, just, you know, you, you nod your head to the beat a little bit and just continue doing what you're doing, but still listening. Yeah. That made it so much better. Mm. And like I said, I couldn't tell if it was just because I kind of resensitized myself to listening to that again, or if it was something that we did differently. And I think ultimately it is that we are constantly changing, uh, getting better sounds, uh, getting more experience, all kinds of things coming together culminating into something that we wanted to see to begin with right episode one and i i i still honestly think that our podcast is one of the best sounding amateur podcasts out there i'd like to think so like if you listen to like other um, as i'm shifting in my chair (laughs) making a bunch of noises but like our mic quality and like our like i don't know i've 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 listened to other really amateur podcasts Mm -hmm. and a lot of people do it over skype or they like they record their voice with their phone or that type of thing. Like we've got a good setup here. I feel like a lot of people don't want to invest in basic equipment right before they start, which is understandable. There's different mindsets involved. Um, I think I've mentioned it before. I do feel like we had a good advantage going into this because we already had it, multiple bits of experience in other forms of media. Yeah. Um, I actually had a little bit of podcast experience, very tiny, um, which actually made me have this microphone already. And yeah. you already had a snowball, right? Or did I you had, buy the snowball for it? No, I, I had this snowball because prior to doing uh, podcasting, I did right. some YouTubing. Yeah, so we already channel. had this gear. Right. You know, and, and you had a lot of knowledge and have a lot of knowledge about a lot of the technical aspects of this kind of stuff. So, I mean, we both got arms, we got pop filters. We've got a lot of things that you don't see other p- amateur podcasters have until right. much later on. Yeah, and this is well, this was also cheap too. I right. mean, this microphone is like a fifty dollar mic. The yeah. arm is like nine dollars. The pop filter is like six. Uh, like we're into all this for like sixty five bucks right. each of us. I mean, make the investment. And we already had the invest. We already invested that money anyway. We didn't go out of our way to get this stuff. If you're a listener and you're thinking, "Hey, you know what? I'd like to try a podcast." Um, absolutely do what we're doing and we talk about what we have all the time we always talk about the fact that we use snowballs blue right, snowballs right and you know you get a little arm i don't know what they're called exactly uh it's just a i think it's just a boom like yeah. a mic, a mic <laughs> yeah. boom i don't know they're, they're both the same brand newer yeah. n-e-e-w-e-r mm-hmm. and then just a simple pop filter yeah just is, any pop filter right and that's, that's all you need, an audacity. Right. You don't you know? even really need this much. I mean, if you're doing a podcast and it's just you, you're not going to be doing it with another person. Mm-hmm. You could get a simple lapel mic. 
on Amazon for like $15. And that's a mic that will clip on. You think the quality would be there? I have heard $15 lapel mics and they're decent. They're oh, good. Okay. They sound decent. You would It would just clip on down on your shirt. And because it's down out of the way of your mouth directly, you don't have to worry about a pop filter because right. you're not speaking directly into it. And if it's like I said, if it's just you, they're designed to pick up the voice of one person very close to the mic. So I think that would work very adequately for your first time. Right. If you're looking to spend barely anything. Mm-hmm. But don't don't go down the road of like using a gaming headsets mic to try to do oh, a podcast because no. that just we've already that talked about that. Yeah, we've had a whole episode about <laughs> that. So don't do that. <laughs> uh, I knew that this would drag on. I knew, but I but before we keep going, I do want to mention that I got probably like a third of the way into my next PC for Christmas. Yeah, boy. As you know, but I, I'm excited, so I wanted to You're express closer this than a to third. my listeners. You're much closer than a third. I, functionally, I'm you about need, halfway there or a little bit more. You need a motherboard. Yeah, you need a motherboard and you've got a new but computer. I'm not going to do that. Why? I'm waiting until I have every piece I need because I don't want to put my run of the mill, I don't even know what power supply I have. Oh, that's that I true. Have now. You have a you have a yeah. kind of sketch I don't. I think it's like bronze certified, maybe. You know, and I'm waiting. I need to. I, I need to send you the tier list that you should be using to pick a power supply. Yeah. So. So you can pick a good one. You know, Jordan was saying that you should like take your estimated watt usage and get twice as much. He's. I think that's a little overkill. That is overkill, in yeah. my opinion. Sorry, Jordan. <laughs> I don't. Not I, that you listen. <laughs> yeah. Right. He's. He already said he yeah. doesn't listen. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't think you need that much. I yeah. think. Uh, I think 100 to 200 watts, watts above. more right. okay. is all you really need. I feel like you had said that before. Maybe that's why I had that yeah. in my mind. I mean, if, if, you, if you get a power supply that's too big, you're just sucking mm-hmm. extra power out of the wall and paying more in your electric bill for no reason. Right. So... So my build is going to be, it's uh, based on the Ryzen 1600, yeah, which I got. Joe has right now. I have the processor... I have uh, the RAM, the really nice RAM, DDR4, 3,000 megahertz, um, 16 gigabytes, yep. two 8-gig sticks. Nice. Very excited. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Or wait, no, two 4-gig sticks, I think. Two 4-gigs? Maybe eight, it was 8-gig is still plenty. No, 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 it was two 8-gig two sticks. It is two eight. Yeah, I'm so pumped. Nice. Um, yeah, so now I need... Not cheap um, right now. <laughs> no, no, my word. I need the motherboard. I need the video card, which I'm hoping... I kind of was looking at 1060s. I might drop as low as a 1050 Ti because the price difference is there, but it would still be such a huge jump from what I have right now that I think it would still feel like a good upgrade for me. Oh, the 1050 Ti is a is a great card. Yeah, you can't go wrong with it. I've I've built I think three or four different machines now with a 1050 Ti in it, yeah. and they all perform great. Right. I wish you could get an AMD card, but. We both know that because of bit mining right now, they're not really an option. Right. The RX 480 is a powerhouse of a card. It's an eight gig card that's supposed to retail for 250, and they go for like 400. See, right and now. I would snatch that up. Hands that's down. an awesome deal. It's right. such a good card. I mean, I might. But... I have to wait anyway, so maybe this Bitcoin bubble will burst. Knock on wood. I mean, not that <laughs> I don't. I don't have anything invested into it. All right, but we have friends that are, and right. I, for them, like I don't want it to burst. <laughs> But if it does, that means that um, I RAM can have affordable down, pieces. Graphics card yeah, prices go down. So that would be nice. <laughs> yeah. Before we get into our first segment of the show, I would like to point out that because of the uh, new intro that we're going to be using for this season, or at least for this first episode, we don't even know if we're going to stick with it for the rest of the season. Uh, 
our voices might be hard to hear over the first minute and a half or so of this episode. Um, I didn't really think ahead that well <laughs> and left the track too loud. So I'm worried that with our, our mic volume, it's going to be too quiet to really hear us that well. So if that's the case, we apologize in advance. I just wanted to mention that. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll live. We'll make it work. We'll make we've it had, uh, we've time. had audio issues in the past, so it's not like this is any different than that. Right. It <laughs> and it's only a minute and a half. You guys will live. Yep. Right. right. <laughs> so moving on strike, <laughs> let's get to song of the week. Yes. Although in this case, it's song of the year. Song of the year. What could that possibly mean? So it's 2018, and every year Spotify... Actually, you should intro this. I did the intro to the show. You're <clears> supposed <throat> to do this. Take it away, Jake. I'll oh. sit over here quietly. Oh, you're totally right. Man, what a humble guy. All right. So, as I said, it's kind of like song of the year. So as you may or may not know, Spotify, every single year, with the exception of last year, for whatever reason, gives its listeners a little present every December in the form of, hey, you know, this is how many minutes you listen to of music. This is how many artists, you know, this is the genre you listen to. And they always present it in a really, really cool way. Uh, This year, you can find it. If you listen to Spotify, you can find yours, if you haven't already, by going to 2017wrapped.com. We have looked at ours uh, when we found out. I think, yeah, Joe was the uh, first person to find out about it. Uh, when he found out about it and showed showed his, I was really excited to look at mine. Um, so we're pretty interested to compare, contrast, see what we listen to the most. So when you visit the site, Spotify is going to have you uh, log into your account, and then it's going to give you like a little quiz on like what you think your top artists were for the year and all that. And then at the end of that, they give you a cool little uh, a cool little image, I guess of uh, your Spotify information for the year. So you can like look at like the amount of time that you listen to music, uh, your top genre, your top artists, and your top uh, songs. So uh, I figured what we could do is we could just kind of, I don't know, talk about our top songs and how they might be what we expected them to be or might differ from what we expected them to be, uh, that type of thing. So Jake, how many minutes of music on Spotify did you listen to this year? Well, this year, I only listened to 4,095 minutes. Very, very low compared to past years. Um, With me getting a credit union job, I can't listen at work, and that made all the difference. Um, I also decided to just drop premium, so listening to free, I don't use it uh, quite as often, but I still use it um, quite a bit. How about you? How many minutes did you rack up? Well, I have premium, and uh, I listen to a lot of music. I know you have a friend who listened to way more than me, but I listened to uh, 24,000 minutes of music on Spotify this year. Uh, I I listen to Spotify to and from uh, work at five days a week, and I listen to it at work most of the day. So, uh, yeah, I spend a lot of time. (laughs) It does add up. It adds up very quickly. Yeah. Um, my top artists for the year, I had AWOL Nation, which does not surprise me. Uh, he's a great artist. He's got new music coming out in a month now. Oh, it's 2018. He's got a new album coming out in February. I'm so excited for that. But anyway, uh, he's got great music. His albums are stellar. If you haven't listened to them, listen to them. I know we've highlighted him before in Song of the Week. 
Weezer, of course, because they're they've been in my top artist since I've had Spotify since since they've been doing the year wrapped thing. Weezer's mm-hmm. been in my top five. Uh, the Glorious Sons, who we went to see, and did was that in the off season that we it went was, to see? Yeah, them? let's talk about it. We, after. We, yeah, we have to talk about that for sure. Um, Alessia Cara, who's a pop singer, uh, she did the song here and where, where the scars to your beautiful. Yes. Yes. And yes. she had one other one that I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, you got right like now. where the where the wild, wild things, things are, or something, something like. I know that's <laughs> a Maurice movie, Sendek but. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then Watsky, he's always in my top five as well. He moved down a couple places actually because, um, I didn't find myself listening to quite as much rap this year as I have in years past, which is interesting because rap used to be like one of the only genres of music I listened to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oakley's just. He's stretching, he's yawning. stretching, yawning, and he wants to get in on this show. <laughs> Oakley, what, what's your what's your most listened to artist? Gnarls Barkley. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he didn't like that. German music, perhaps. German, German music. <laughs> Some shepherding music. Sometimes Mikhail and I will come home, and he will have asked Alexa to uh, play him some German music. <laughs> some Ramstein. Do do ha. So what do you got? Who are your top artists? Okay, so my top genre was modern rock. Which... Well, I didn't even mention mine. Mine was pop. And I usually get some variation of pop music, so this kind of surprised me. What would you say yours was again? Modern rock, which is also a little odd considering my top artist is Cake. I listened to a ton of Cake in 2016. That didn't surprise me What? 2017 <laughs> uh that didn't surprise me whatsoever for some reason this the quirky style never gets lost on me i feel like it has its nice little unique place and it's kind of similar to weezer in that sense where cake's um more quirky and weezer's more almost like nerdy nerdy yeah i was gonna definitely. say i was deciding between dorky and nerdy dorky nerdy I geeky tell. i yeah. think they're kind of synonymous in this case <laughs> right so they both have really good nice unique uh niches niches yeah uh so it's cake macklemore ed sheeran awol nation and weezer so we both have awol nation and weezer i didn't know you still listen to weezer that much um i don't listen to all that much but you got to remember that the amount of music I listened to was really low. That's true. That's true. On Spotify. I think if it was much higher or a couple thousand more minutes higher, Weezer probably wouldn't have been right, on there. Right. Right. Um, but I do listen to, you had sent me a Weezer essentials list on Spotify yep. or you shared it with me. Yep. And I listened to that once in a while. That was before we went to the Weezer. concert. It was a while ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you mention top songs? Did you want to? Okay. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so let's go back to you with uh, what were your top five songs? Three of them are by Grandson. The, my top listened to song is Bury Me Face Down by Grandson. Mm-hmm. My second most listened to song is Best Friends by Grandson. <laughs> nice. My third most listened to song is Leave by Post Malone, who I know Jake loves. He loves oh, Post Malone. Oh, my word. This, he's, he's beautiful. <laughs> Sarcasm there if you didn't catch it. Uh, my fourth most listened to song is War by Grandson. Nice. And then my fifth most listened to song is Run by AWOL Nation. So, yeah, based on my top five songs, I cannot believe Grandson isn't in my top artists. 
three of my top five songs were Grand. Yeah, how songs, did how does that work? He didn't out, right? make my top five artists because he only has a couple songs. Whereas you're spreading yourselves out, you're spreading the tracks That's out true. more thin with the other. Um, I just artists. listen to these three tracks the most. Like, right. I, I listened to so much Grandson in 2017. I can't wait for an album, and I can't wait for him to come to this area. I we still got to talk about the Glorious Sons concert we went to. I had an interaction with Grandson uh, on Instagram, so we got to talk about that. Yes, as soon as we're done this, let's go talk about that. So your top five too. My top five is Bills by Grandson, and Bills wasn't even on your the three, right? Nope. Bills isn't even one of them. I feel it coming by the weekend. I love that song. Dude, it sounds like a lost Michael I hate Jackson that track. song. I love it. I feel it coming. I know it's. I it's, feel it coming. The chorus is annoying because it's. it's I just feel it repeats. coming. It's annoying. I hate that but, song. Oh man, I just love the style of it. I couldn't get enough of it last year. Um, Excavate, um, uh, featuring, oh Saint something. I can't remember. But yeah, it, I don't it's remember. One of the Macklemore tracks. Yeah, the, yeah. The closing it's track the one I to featured. the new Macklemore Macklemore album. It's the one I featured. I think. Yes. Yeah, I I really loved that one. It was a nice, uh, soft, thoughtful track, I, I thought, to um, close the album out. Uh, Grace Kelly by Mika. And that one's an old track. Uh, Mika's always been, and I've mentioned it before, one of those artists that I almost like, it's kind of like a guilty pleasure because it's not like someone you'd admit to like the world that you listen to, which is exactly what I'm doing right now. But <laughs> The world. I don't know. And I, I'm not like ashamed, but it's just like, his music is just so it's like it works of art you know Mm -hmm. i love how rich the the music is the actual instrumental part of it and his voice is fantastic his range is you should definitely never feel ashamed for any music that you listen to because everyone has different preferences carly ray jepsen is one of my favorite (laughs) pop artists of all time (laughs) right and she's like the most bubbly fruity cutesy (laughs) music that you can imagine and i think her music is in, it's mm-hmm. stellar. She, she she's releasing some of the best pop music ever right now. So don't ever feel embarrassed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, clarity by Zed, That's which still up to there this day is my favorite um, track of the decade. Of the decade, I love clarity. Wait, so decade so much. being two thousand ten till now. I love Dang. it so much. Um, as we're getting closer to twenty twenty. I'm going to have to go and re-look at my list. I have a little bit of a list going on with tracks that I really like, and I end up taking them off if I'm like, hey, you know, I'm not listening to that anymore. That was more of like a phase phase song. Yeah, I have that. I have a, a real, very similar playlist. Yeah. And that's been consistently in like my top two. Yeah. It's going, it going back and forth all the time. Um, so that being said, let's just talk about um, – let's talk about that Glorious Sons concert. Yeah, so – when was that? That was back in November. It was. It was the day before Thanksgiving. It was, and all through the house. <laughs> uh, so it was you, me, and our significant others, right. uh, Michaela and Adria. We got tickets like a month prior to the concert. And the reason so, – so here's how that happened. Grandson, clearly a big name on both of our lists right. here. Uh, he – was touring with this band called the glorious sons and i'd never heard of them 
So when I found out he was touring with them, I looked into them and started listening to some of their music and fell in love. They they have some really great tracks. They have uh, their newest album is great. Um, we featured them. I had Shotgun. Yeah. Uh, Sawed Off Shotgun was my song of the week. So once I had seen that they had a lot of great music that I was enjoying listening to, I proposed that the four of us go see the Glorious Sons if they were coming near us because Grandson was going to be with them. So I look up tour dates, and sure enough, they were going to be in Boston the night before Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, we got, we got to go. We said we were going to go see Grandson if he came to the East Coast when he was small because we both still feel like he's going to blow up. Yeah. So we got tickets, and I was I was so excited. I was so amped for this. And then, like, a week before the concert, I know we I we probably mentioned the concert in season two. So, a week before the concert in the off-season, I jump back on the Glorious Sons website, and I'm looking at their tour dates, and I notice something. 90% of the concerts said, The Glorious Sons with special guest grandson. Except for the concert we were going to. Ugh. It was the only one in the list that the that grandson wasn't going to be coming to with them. Because he, he lives on the uh, west coast of Canada. And we are obviously on the east coast of the United States. So he wasn't coming down to the United States with them. He was doing Canada shows only. Mm-hmm. And I did not catch that. So we bought these tickets to go see this band. For the sole purpose of seeing grandson, and he wasn't going to even be there. Yeah. So we still went. We had a great. I had a great time. We we went to Nosh in Portland. Had some awesome food. Okay. <laughs> and Nosh was one of. This was like day one or day two after I was able to eat again. Right. So that was incredible. Oh my word! Anyone in the Portland area or in Maine State, if you're ever down there. Nosh, like G O G N O S H. Yes. Oh my word! Fantastic. No, no, no. Burgers. I don't think it's G. I think it's just N O S H. Oh yeah, you're right. It's just N O S H. But so good. I just had to interrupt because my my I burger. Yeah. My burger was a burger, and the buns were two slices of pizza. Oh my word! It was so good. Michaela's burger was a burger, and her buns were deep fried macaroni and cheese. And I had the. Um, McDonald's Big Mac, their version of it. Yes. So and it was Adrian just so had much better. Some lame salad or something. <laughs> Screw her. I can't remember what she got. <laughs> but then we got Dunkaroos as the yeah. as, as the dessert. That was incredible. Like it was such a huge portion. Like we split it and we still didn't finish it. Not even close. No, I know. It was $3 yeah. for the Dunkaroos and yeah. all four of us shared it and we didn't we didn't eat it all. Right. We should go back there. I'd love that. Yeah. We should definitely. But, you know what? What's a fan meetup for the show? Yeah, <laughs> Dun- Dunkaroos on us. Dunkaroos on the Jake and Joe show. You show up, you get some, baby. <laughs> uh, yeah, ten dollars of Dunkaroos would feed a small army. <laughs> um, what I really loved about the concert, and this was really funny, is that originally we wanted to go for grandson, and then we were like, okay, at least you know it's the Glorious Sons and their music. I- at least I was thinking their music's okay. You really love them. I like the song, the Sawed Off Shotgun song. We get there, and the opening act is Red Sky Mary Red from Sky New Hampshire. Mary. I believe they're from New Hampshire. They are from New Hampshire. Um, Fantastic group. I loved them. I loved them. And then Glorious Sons come on. Oh, man. Oh, man. And that was so disappointing. Their lead singer was like 
blitzed bar- out barely, of his mind. Barely able to walk. He was so drunk. Right. <laughs> and I, you know, there's a point where, you know, it's rock. So I guess you're supposed to like, that's cool, you know? Right. But coming on stage completely drunk and like barely able to function. That's not professional. And you're still professional. And his bandmates were clearly not loving it. They were very clearly right. from their expressions, and you could tell from body language. Right, yeah. They were just kind of annoyed They with were them. very upset and yeah. annoyed. And it really detracted from the entire experience mm-hmm. for me. And it was so loud. It was way I too loud, I have never been man. to a concert that loud before. I've probably been to 10 concerts or so now, and I've never been to one that was this insane. It, it really was. For like in the next day after the concert, my yeah. ears were ringing. And that's right. never happened before. It was too loud. It really was. It's Red a Sky small Mary bar wasn't. settings. Red Sky, Mary wasn't. Red Sky Mary was the absolute highlight of the show. I would love to go see them again. I've, I've followed them on all social media now, and I've been checking their tour dates, and they haven't come near us. But mm-hmm. I would love to go see them again. Yes. Anyway, so. we derailed there. But, yeah, yeah, we had that experience in the off offseason. Uh, yeah. Went to see Grandson. Didn't, didn't get see to grandson. see grandson. The glorious sons are disappointing, but then we saw Red Sky Mary, who is not disappointing. Right, and we didn't even know who they were. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was so great. We went yeah. all the way to Boston to see them, and they're in New Hampshire. <laughs> <laughs> so good. But it was fun. It was an experience. I mean, I don't look back on that and think, no, man, that was a waste of time. No, I had a lot of fun. No, me yeah, mostly because Red Sky Mary was so good. Even if whoever opened for them, you know, they didn't if they didn't stand out to me, just I don't know. It's a good lesson to learn. <laughs> Check who's going to be at the show before you buy the tickets, folks. Right. And if uh, just because a studio album sounds good, you know, doesn't necessarily mean right. the live <laughs> performance. <laughs> uh, and, you know, this was only one time, so I, I don't want to watched... be overly critical of them. But that one performance really, it probably caused me to never want to listen to them again. Which is I sad. haven't been able to listen to them since. Yeah. Like I've, I, I have, they, they're in my top tracks playlist on spotify for the year and every time their song comes on i skip it yeah because i'm just like i don't know i can only picture the lead singer now completely drunk i know and it just kind of ruins the experience so i probably most of the people who are fans of them would completely disagree with us so Mm -hmm. that's so in that sense that's okay because it's not gonna like hurt them all that much right right still oh well (laughs) lost opportunity there so let's move on yeah that was a pretty long quote unquote song of the week segment, but you know, recapping an entire year, I think we did pretty good in 10, 15 minutes. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Real quick, um, I did mention Ed Sheeran was in my top five. I'm going to go see him. Yeah. Adria got me tickets to go see him, me yeah. and her, tickets to go see him at uh, Gillette Stadium in September. I was there when you opened your gift. Yes. Stop guessing your gifts. No, I, I'm always going to guess, guess my gifts, dude. <laughs> It was so obvious. She put in so much work. But it was so obvious. For all the individually wrapped things that you were supposed to unwrap. She knew that I would know. Come on. I guess. We had talked about it before. (laughs) And then you're immediately like, this is Ed Sheeran. Like before (laughs) unwrapping the gifts. So she's like, well, then what's the freaking point? (laughs) No, I couldn't help it. But we had talked about it. I'm still happy with her. Like, oh, it's so good. Um, I can't wait to go see him. I don't. I think we have, like, he's at one end of the stadium and we're at the other. But I really love the fact that we're seated. And it's going to sound so awesome. Get some good binoculars. I can finally see or be able to say that I 
have uh, you know been to a live show of his. Another definitely not a guilty pleasure because Ed Sheeran. I don't think Ed Sheeran has any like negative vibes about him. I think he's a very uh, genuine guy. And I know you think he's just music, overrated. That's all. Yeah, <laughs> you know you think he's overrated. I I just really appreciate what he does. So I I'm excited to to see him. Actually, yesterday um, a Taylor Swift song came on. It was the uh, I got big enemies. Whatever oh, that song word, is. Yeah. Ed Sheeran features in that song, yeah. and I said to Michaela that he was the best part of the he was the <laughs> best part of the song. Like Ed Sheeran is clearly the best part. He's the highlight of this song. Yeah. But I don't hate Ed Sheeran. We've talked about this. I don't yeah, hate yeah. him. I just, I don't know. You don't think he, he deserved Spotify's number one spot last year? I mean, he's deserving of everything he has. He's yeah. earned it. He's worked for it. I just think that there are other people who are just as good <laughs> and not as popular. But, but And I think we always have the same thing. You, you, you have that argument, but someone's got to be number one. So That's that true. argument never Someone's really got to be the best. You know? I know, I know. And like I said, I don't hate him. Yeah. I don't go out of my way to listen to his music. I would go see him in concert. Oh yeah, yeah. Um but I I don't I don't know. Yeah. Don't have an immense love for him. Right. right. <laughs> I, I'll be really excited to go and I just wanted to mention that. Yeah. So, so we're going to get to a new segment now that we're going to hope uh, we get some good feedback on so we can continue for the rest of the season cuz I think it's going to be fun. I'll let Jake take this one. Okay. Because it was your idea. Yeah. um, You know, right now we don't really have a name for it, so I guess we can kind of prototype it right now. But essentially what this is is we're going to be looking at a show and going one episode at a time, week by week, talking about the ideas behind the show, not necessarily the show itself, to keep it entertaining and to keep – everyone involved with it even if they don't necessarily want to watch the show as Joe brought up um, and this season for at least the first half or so of it we're going to be talking about Mindfield which is a YouTube Red original starring Michael what's his last name do you know it mm-hmm. I don't know I don't know. Stevens yeah Michael Stevens <laughs> Vsauce um, very big YouTuber, really cool guy. And I just really admire him because he has a really good way of taking risks. Like he doesn't mind to me. I feel like he doesn't mind taking the chance to look a little silly mm-hmm. in his experiments or, um, hypotheses, things like that. He's of the mindset that everything should be questioned. Everything yes. should be explored. And I love that. Right. He doesn't take anything for face value or look down on people for having like certain opinions on things because he thinks everything should be explored and discovered. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been a big YouTuber since the very early days of YouTube. I think his channel started in like 07 or 08, somewhere in there. And he's been releasing content consistently since then. And I didn't know that he was only one small piece of what Vsauce was. Yeah, um, he was he was the only thing up until I think like 2012. Oh, and then he okay. branched off and made Vsauce 2, Vsauce 3, and I think there's Vsauce 4 now. I was looking at very early episodes on the Vsauce original channel, mm-hmm. and there was a bunch of other people on it. And there was some when he wasn't even there. Mm. He was only... You know, he was like, like I said, one small part. Right. And eventually he started doing these like little sciencey things. And like those, that must have really 
you know, took off. Yeah. And he just went with it. Right. It's amazing. And I think we really wanted to talk about Mindfield because I know for a fact that Joe and I both um, enjoyed season one. We had watched it. it. He really explored some really cool ideas. The psychological experiments always are interesting. Mm. So this season that's still um, being released right now, I think most of it's out. Um, there's seven or eight episodes out right now. Um so it's going on, and I watched episode one, and that's what got me thinking about this idea. We should definitely talk about it. So I sent the link to Joe, and you watched it, right? You watched episode I've one, seen of course. It, yes. Yeah, and it's incredible. It was so, awesome. I was edge of my seat. I actually for felt the, like yeah. Intensity, oh, I was I was you know? anxious watching the episode. It was so good. So the the premise of the first episode, and like Jake mentioned, we don't want to focus on the actual episode itself because if you guys aren't going to watch this show it wouldn't be entertaining for us to spend 15 or 20 minutes talking about the episode right like like we're not going to take a show like breaking bad and examine it every week right. we want to we want to talk about the idea behind the episode right. like for example this episode was um this episode was the trolley experiment and like the psychological decision you have to make between saving um one person versus five people that type of thing so we're going to talk about like the psychological side of it rather than the episode itself. We're going to briefly recap the episode because we need to, yeah. to have the discussion. Yeah. Uh, but we won't be focusing on the episode so much as the ideas. Yeah. So uh, what I really liked about that was he took the time. I, I'd say about half the episode. The first half of the episode was him going to different ethics boards um, I don't know if he went to UCLA, but he went to like very, very top notch um, ethics boards and ethics committees and talks about, hey, is this something that we can do safely so that I'm not scarring these participants? Right. So let's take a step back. What was the whole episode? What was the premise of the whole episode? We mentioned trolley experiment. What is that? And like, just just, just explain the episode generally real quick. Okay. Well, the trolley experiment is that if you had the power you know if, if you were running a railroad you say and you see a train coming along and it's going down a path straight towards five people who are absolutely 100% sure are going to get hit would you pull a lever that you were conveniently standing next to <laughs> to change the course of the train to definitely 100% chance kill one person so the real moral question is, would you take direct action and direct responsibility by pulling a lever and killing, being responsible for killing one person? Or would you throw your hands up back away and say, I don't want any part of this. Let the train do its own thing and kill five people. Very, very loaded question. Mm. Everyone... Sacrificing one for many. And I think a lot of people will say that, you know, they'd want to pull the lever. The right thing to do would be pulling the lever. But the deeper you think about it, the harder it is to decide. Um, and that's that's where Michael wanted to get into actually doing this experiment because you can ask people what would you do? Would you pull the lever and save 5 and kill one or would you let the train hit 5 people? What would you do? Most people are going to say, well I would obviously pull the lever and save the uh, 5 people and kill the one person. Right. Okay, but what would you do if you were actually in that situation? And 
that test had never been done before because like you were talking about, is that ethical? Right. Is it ethical to put someone unknowingly through an experiment where they think people are going to die and that rests on their shoulders? Uh, so he went to ethics boards and uh, decided that it was something okay to try and that it was important to for us to go forward knowing how humans react. And I think the evidence is all there. It's very cool. They they pulled it off extremely well. So it was all fake, obviously. Uh, no one was ever in danger. Uh, they set it up to look like a train was going to hit people on a track and that the people in the episode in the experiment were going to have to decide, do I pull this lever and save the life of five one. people yeah. and kill one person or do I let the train go and kill the five people and the one person lives? So we want to get into like the psychological side of that and focus less on the episode and talk more about the idea. Do you think you would pull the lever? Yeah. See, that's the question, you know? Um, I think, especially after seeing you that, little soy boy, should we talk about you little soy boy, you should, gonna pull the lever. Should we mention, <laughs> should we mention the results or do you want to do the results at the end of, after we speak let's, of it? Let's talk about the results at the end. Okay. Before watching this, I thought that I would pull the lever. After watching it and kind of seeing how other people react, knowing how I react to to um, high emotional... So maybe we should talk about the results now. Yeah. Because you're saying that your decision is based on the results of the episode. So let's talk in, about in the results. In a sense it is, yeah. Let's talk about the results of the episode then. Okay. Um, I think it was <clears throat> two out of seven. Two out of seven. Two out of seven people actually pulled the lever that we saw they might have done it with other people too that they didn't put in the episode anyway two out of seven in in which case this lever is was a switch they were looking at video feeds and that's how they made it look like it was people were going to die um but obviously they weren't and only two people actually changed the course of the train most people i think everyone evaluated and could tell that there was a problem there was a potential problem uh, most people found out really early that, hey, this could be an issue. And then after that, most people looked outside to see if um, – to see if uh, – They tried to find someone else to pin the responsibility yes, on. Yes, they tried they, to alleviate the responsibility on their shoulders by finding someone to share the burden. Right, right. And All of them did that. Yes, everyone did that. But and then only two out of the seven people that we saw – actually decided hey let's do this and pull the trigger Mm -hmm. a lot of people froze most people just ended up making uh kind of excuses and and not in the sense that what they chose was bad the people i don't think the people who didn't flip the switch are bad people um it's just like how you react to certain situations most people aren't going to put that responsibility on themselves. Right. You know, you're not going to see. I don't think you're a bad person. Right. If you don't pull that lever. Right. I think it's a fight or flight response and flight is a response for a lot of people naturally. They have a lot of valid arguments too, or not arguments, but valid kind of quote unquote excuses as to why they didn't do it. Cause they, they thought that th- this one isn't the most valid, but they thought that someone would notice out of the five and right. then made, make sure everyone was out of the way. Um, I think I probably would have thought the same thing. 
I exactly like because there it's a loud train right headed towards five people and no one's gonna think hey I think I hear a train barreling at right. us I should probably turn around and look and then so help I would everybody be, else right I'd be waiting I'd like I'd just be sitting there waiting someone's gonna notice right and the, another thing that I feel like I would think of in this situation um, they were brought into a little control room with someone really experienced who briefly explained controls and like right. the idea what is I would feel like it was such a weird coincidence that this is going to happen right in front of my eyes. Like the minute I'm learning about all yeah, this, right, you know what right. I mean? I'd be a little, I wouldn't be skeptical of what was, ha- I wouldn't like, I'm not saying like I would know this was a test. Uh, absolutely not. <laughs> this is yeah, fake. <laughs> this isn't real. Right. And it, Where are the cameras? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> absolutely. I wouldn't, but it's, it does ask, you know, like what are the odds? What are the odds that this would happen right now? Right. And, should I do? I mean, this this engineer guy obviously feels like he can leave right. and let a a random person who he just explained this to for like <laughs> three minutes to like take a phone call. Right. You know? Yeah. Should I do? Do I have the ability? I guess, or the do I really have the knowledge to to make this decision? Mm. Should I do this? Yeah. I'm not an engineer. He is. Right. And. I feel like that would be where I would kind of think about for too long and then the train would smack into the five. I, right. I don't know. I don't think I would have flipped the switch there. I think after watching the episode that I'm like the exact opposite. I feel like before having watched the episode, I think I probably would have froze and not know what to do. Yeah. But having seen that episode and seeing how the people reacted I think having that knowledge, if I ever found myself in that situation, I would would look back on that. I'd be like, okay, I have to react here and I would do it. Right. I think having, you know, the knowledge of not many people are going to do this. I'm not going to be one of those people. I think I, I think I would, Mm -hmm. um, maybe I think too highly of myself in this situation. And Michael talked about how a lot of people do. They think that they would be the ones to pull that lever. They could do it. Maybe I'm part of that group that thinks I could do it, but I couldn't actually do it. That's, I don't know. <clears throat> that's another good reason why Michael was saying how this experiment is important because people like us who are watching it, it might influence your decision in the future. Right. And I, I do want to say, even though the people who wouldn't flip the switch aren't bad people, I feel like the people who would flip the switch are more capable of like making those really hard decisions, mm-hmm. I guess. And <clears throat> more people should be like that. Like uh, the bystander effect, which I think might be another episode, so maybe we shouldn't talk about it too much. But the idea that, oh, I don't want to help someone because there's so many other people around. Right. Someone else will do it. Yeah. I Be the one. Right. Do it. Be that, be that person who, who does something. Right. So that all being said, I hope we kind of explained it enough. If you have any questions, um, feel free to ask us, or better yet, if you have YouTube Red, which I know not many people do. Or if you're into, you know, torrenting and it and stuff like that, um, we do not advocate torrenting. <laughs> no, and I'm not. But I mean, the, the, that option is is available. Uh, it is available, but we do not advocate it. <laughs> Especially not this though, because this is really really cool. It supports him directly. It, it supports him, and he's he's extremely great. And the show is one of the best. It's the best YouTube I've bread ever series. Seen. It is the absolute. It's the reason I got YouTube bread. Hmm. It's the best YouTube bread series hands for down. sure. So really, I mean, bite the bullet, guys, get it, and then you might, you know, get a couple other shows you like along the way. Um, 
definitely check out season two, episode one. It's free. You don't have to have YouTube Red to watch the first episode of season two. That's, oh, you don't? That, no. That, that, that's a free episode. So you can go watch the one we just talked about and see if it's oh, something that's you think you like. That's, what a great episode to, to show for free then. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they did that with season one too. The first episode was isolation. Oh they yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. They, that's they right. They do like the coolest episode first to really hook yeah. you in. Yeah. But, yeah. So try that. Um, I guess with that being said, we are going to close episode 41. Um, this is the end. Don't this be afraid This is the end of the though. show. If you are forever, <laughs> if you are thinking, Oh man, what about speed writing? What about would you rathers? Those are definitely not getting cut. No, um, we just decided to not do that this time because we had Correct. way too much to cover. And our, our one of our goals is that we get to the point where we have enough segments that we're kind of like, you don't know which segments you're going to get when you listen to our show for right. the day. And I think we're starting to get to that place where we have enough segments that we can vary it. Yeah, it'd be episodes. cool to have a little surprise, you know, like, hey, are they going to do uh, speed writing today or, or not? And then you'll just have to tune in and find out. You have to listen to it's the whole neat. show. To find out. <laughs> yeah. So awesome. You know what? I'm glad we're doing this again. It's going to be real interesting this season. We got some good um, guests coming. Yes. Yes. I have one that I'm thinking of for sure that wants to. I have two that I'm thinking of for sure. Okay, great. So we have at least three, which is good. We'll probably uh, space them out instead of put them all at the very end <laughs> of the season this time. Yeah, we kind of crammed that in. We'll uh, We'll aim for... Our first guest in the first 10 episodes, I'd say. I'd say. So yeah. count on that. I like the idea of like every five episodes, but I know yeah. that's really hard to execute. It right. just happened really nicely for season one. Yeah. Um, but that seems like a relatively good pacing, like three or four episodes, singles, and then a guest. Right. Uh, maybe we can make that happen again. But yeah, um, hope you guys enjoy the day, enjoy the week. Enjoy the month. Enjoy the year. It's yeah. 2018. <laughs> this year is your oyster. That's right. New year, new me. And new you. Yeah. Everyone. <laughs> new year, new you. It's 2018. Don't exclude people. Right. We I'm can't sorry. make the 20... It's 2017 jokes anymore. I know. Now, well, soon enough, we're going to get a feel for how 2018 is, and then everyone's going to be like, oh, it's 2018. <laughs> you know? It's going to sound so stupid we'll in like there. 2053 when we hear recordings of people. It's like, oh, wow, how can you be like that? It's 2017. <laughs> I, I always think that's a really lame excuse it is it is a lame it's excuse a and that's thing. why i love it so yeah. much it, it's funny <laughs> yeah it's comical all right guys that's it all right see you later catch you next week